Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit How are you now? You're listening to Absent Minded Extra. I am Matt Drake. I'm taking this one on solo. Pat Bexel just got married. I asked him if he wanted to do a quick pod with me, and he said, dude, I just got married. I can't do it. I said, what the fuck, man? Are you kidding me? No, I didn't, of course. Congrats to Pat and his wife on their uh, on their nuptials. We're here to talk about uh, the news that happened today. But first, it's a Texas showdown in the postseason, and Bet Online is your number one source for all your baseball wagering info with up-to-the-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals for baseball, the NFL, college football, all at your fingertips with Bet Online's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. We have everything you need to stay up to speed on each LCS all the way through to the World Series. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. And the game won't be starting uh, for Caden Gooley, uh, at least on Saturday. We don't think uh, that is. Um, there was a lot of smoke online yesterday on their off day. Um Caden Gooley, of course, left the game on Tuesday night and didn't return. And, you know, people were kind of a little bit worried because we've already lost Kirby Doc for the entire season. And Wednesday they had an off day, no practice, no nothing. So there was just nothing but speculation all over the place. Lots of people on uh, Twitter or X, whatever you're calling it these days. I'm still calling it Twitter. I don't really give a shit. Um, it, 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 It seemed like people were expecting the worst. And I can understand why people expected the worst. But there's a bit of a lesson in all that, that we should really be waiting for information to come out before we start posting things. I don't want to put them on blast, but Habs Fan TV, which is an account that I I really like. I I enjoy their content, honestly, on on TikTok and elsewhere. Um, They do a good job kind of giving that fan perspective. And, you know, you you guys know me. I'm I'm a a big fan of the Montreal Canadiens, and I prefer fan-driven content to mainstream media personally. Uh, but they reposted or, or rather turned somebody else's tweet into like a, a news style image. And for the last 24 hours, it's been nothing but, you know, vitriol on Habs Twitter as a result of that. I, I would implore everybody, number one, don't go to their account and harass them as a result of that. Uh, they, they made a mistake and, you know, it, it is what it is. But number two, take this as a lesson, right? Like let's not jump on somebody suggesting something might be possible and take it as fact, Right. I understand why people are leery of information coming from the Montreal Canadiens medical staff after last year in particular, but this is a new staff, and so far they haven't given us any reason to doubt what they say, right? Kirby Doc went down with something that looked pretty innocuous. I mean, he got pushed into the bench by Jared Tenorti. It really didn't look like anything was wrong. He skated around afterwards. He walked off on his own power. It's not like he had to get carted off. So when you're you're looking at that, you're live in the game, you're going, "Uh uh-oh, well, he's hurt because he left but you're, you're not thinking oh he's out for the season and they were very quick to rule him out for the rest of the season they didn't waste any time so 
for, for all the people who are a little bit leery of the information coming out of the medical staff, I would say to you, why would they be so quick with Kirby Doc, but then bullshit us for Caden Gooley? It doesn't make any sense, right? They're not going to employ two different strategies, one being, you know, this weird, you know, <laughs> shroud of secrecy around Caden Gooley and trying to make everybody believe he's day-to-day when really he's going to be out for multiple months. And then with Kirby Doc, rule him out right away, right? If it was a broken wrist and they, they would have an x-ray already showing that it was broken, they would have ruled him out for exactly how long it would take for a broken wrist to heal. They wouldn't call him day-to-day if they knew his wrist was broken. I don't think that they would anyways. Uh, this is a new staff, and we need to give them the benefit of the doubt at this point. So um, to wrap all of that up with a nice little bow on it, um, two key points, right? Number one, everybody calm down, and let's not take reports or conjecture or ideas or anything for fact until we actually have the information and number two let's just let this thing die a death right let's just hope that Caden Gooley gets better as quickly as possible so he can get back out there because let's go into the lineup implications of this he's been a very important player for the Montreal Canadiens so far and I think he's going to be their number one defenseman of the future. Right now, they've been mostly using the pairing of Mike Matheson and David Savard as their number one pair. Uh, De facto number one pair, really, just in terms of the minutes that they play. I don't think they've been the most effective. The most effective... Sorry, the most effective pairing has clearly been Johnny Kovacevic and Caden Gooley. So Kovacevic had said uh, when he was interviewed today after practice by the media that he hopes Caden Gooley will be back in the next couple of weeks. And um, I can see why, because they've been so strong together that he probably wants to, to, to continue exploring that a little bit throughout the course of the season and see how good he can get, right? I mean, he's not a guy on a long-term contract. He'd probably like to sign something that gives him a little bit more security in Montreal. And playing with Caden Gooley is probably the path for that to happen for him. So um, we got to hope that he gets back. He's been fantastic to start this season. But in my estimation, based on what I'm hearing from the staff and everything. I don't think he's going to suit up on Saturday. I know they called it day-to-day, but he didn't practice at all today. They've got probably practice tomorrow, and then they're playing Washington on Saturday night. Um, I would assume by morning skate on Saturday, we'll know for sure whether or not Gooley's playing, but they might even rule him out as early as tomorrow. Um, I think if the medical staff is taking things from a more cautious perspective, I would hold him out of that game regardless, even if he's you know, 95%, I'd say, fuck it. Why put him out there and, and risk re-aggravating it or whatever for a game against the Capitals that, you? I mean, you don't really care if you win or lose at this point, right? They're 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Even if you were going to be challenging for a playoff spot, this isn't the game that's going to make or break that. So why risk anybody, right? Uh, I said this when it came to Kirby Doc. This is a first opportunity uh, and now a second opportunity for the medical staff to make sure that they're treading lightly, that they're being more cautious with some of these injuries, that we're not putting anybody back out there in a situation that might have them more at risk. And I personally would prefer to see them sit him for a couple of games if he's not 100%. So what that means is they will probably have to bring Justin Barron into the fold. Uh, he's been in the press box for the last couple of games. Uh, I, originally, when I wrote the article announcing, to, or at least putting it out there for Habs Eyes and the Prize, that... Gooley was going to be out day to day. I had put that Chris Weidman could have played. I forgot Chris Weidman has a back injury and he's going to be out long term. So he's uh, an LTIR case. He's not going to be available for them. So it's Justin Barron. He's the guy. Unless, of course, they want to pull somebody up from Laval, which would stun me. It would absolutely stun me if they pulled somebody up from Laval and for just, just decided to forego the guy that they've already got sitting in the press box. So Justin Barron will probably draw in for Saturday. And what that configuration looks like 
I don't know. Um, I think he kind of, I think his style of play fits pretty well with uh, Kovacevic based on what him and Guli have been doing out there. Um, you could also bump somebody up from the bottom pair and uh, maybe see if that works a little bit better for you with Kovacevic. Kovacevic, uh, he's capable of elevating almost anybody offensively based on what he did last year. Um, you look at his numbers and you, you see a guy that whoever he was put with, they had very good uh, offensive numbers. And there, there's a possibility there, at the very least a possibility that you could put Arbor Jacka up with him. Uh, you could let Justin Barron play in the bottom pair with Jordan Harris and uh, see if maybe Jack Eye's got a little bit more offense in him if he's playing with Johnny Kovacevic. I don't know. You have options. And I think the the route that they're going to take is going to become a lot more clear tomorrow uh, when they practice. I haven't seen anybody tweet out what they were using as pairings. I'm trying to look right now as I'm recording this uh, for practice today. But at any rate... You know, either one of those configurations, whether you decide, or I, I didn't even mention that possibility. What about just moving Jordan Harris up and putting him with Johnny Kovacevic and leaving Jack Eye where he is and giving him Justin Barron? You've got a lot of options. And uh, again, we'll have to wait till tomorrow to see what it is that they're going to be likely to do. Whatever they're running with pairings uh, tomorrow at practice, I think is probably what we're going to see on Saturday night. So um, we'll keep your eyes peeled for that and see if anything of that comes up on Twitter. But as I said, make sure that you're getting it from the right sources and that you're getting verified information before you run with anything. Um, it's it's important to make sure uh, that you're getting the right information there. So <laughs> lesson learned uh, in the last few days on Twitter there. All I hope is that the medical staff has learned their lesson from previous years and that they just that they're cautious with all of this because we the last thing we need is just to have everybody continually getting injured through the rest of this season and it robs you of precious precious development time for some of the young players that are going to be important through the course of this rebuild um it's now you got doc out for the season you got Gouli out day to day we'll see exactly when it is that he comes back uh you got to be about mitigating injuries from from this point out so Uh, it's hard to do sometimes in hockey because it it is a a dangerous sport. There's not always going to be a way for you to avoid players getting hurt. Sometimes it's just going to happen, right? So you gotta, (laughs) you gotta figure out a way to mitigate them. Maybe even put some of these guys on a snap count. Maybe, maybe call somebody up from the rocket and and have them there to have an extra guy, uh, while you're allowed to, uh, just to make sure that you've got options. You can cycle people in and out, maybe on back to backs and stuff like that. I I don't know. I'm spitballing at this point. I'm not a medical professional, so I should probably just shut the fuck up in any case. Um, there, they may be icing a different lineup on Saturday night. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing with how horrible they looked against the Minnesota wild. Uh, a shakeup was maybe in order anyways. So, uh, look, Good news and bad news. I mean, bad news, Caden Gooley is, is going to be out. Um, we don't know how long. Uh, good news is it doesn't look like it's going to be long-term. That should be, at the very least, a small victory for Habs fans, uh, particularly coming after that shitty game against the Wild. It kind of needed a small win there, right? Um, anyways, that's going to be it for this one. This episode has been brought to you by Bet Online. Um, we'll be back uh, with more episodes coming up soon, certainly after Saturday's game against the Washington Capitals. I'll probably not have that one up until Sunday morning because I got some things that I got to do on Saturday night, but it'll be up like it always is. Thank you, as always, for listening, and of course, à la prochaine.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.